last time on Dice Funk. Gonna, like, go and find him and try and use suggestion on him to make him pay for this medical bill, because he is the one who <laughs> shot me. But, like, that can wait until next time I see him, I guess. Runs at Blood Maw, stabs him with her, her spear, kicks the spear further in, <laughs> and then as he recoils down, jumps up and gives him the other end of a stunner. And so you do your cannonball barrage on your downed opponent. Sailor! Out into the crowd. And the crowd yells it back at you. I wonder if there are, like, tunnels we can go underground. Cyberpunk Slenderman. I knew it! I knew it! You are malfunctioning. If you will not return, I have to destroy you. Okay, someone's come through that trapdoor, so we need to deal with this situation now. We could either sell this at another date, or it can go down right now. <laughs> you have three seconds to make up your mind, and I'm going to roll and intimidate. And all the cops I thought were going to fight you are instead fighting the guy who is there to kidnap or kill your friend. <laughs> that that would explain how he got out the first game. You only get out the game when you're dead. <laughs> is what is known in this universe as an infinite pocket, mm. but which D&D aficionados might know better as the bag of holding. Hooray! You can live with me. You're my friend now. <laughs> I'm only allowed to live with you if you trade me for the gun. That, that's what I've been programmed to say. <laughs> Can we give him the gun? You you can keep the robot. I'm keeping the gun though too. So I just want to know we're we're apparently taking both. made it in a microwave like a heathen the continued adventures of what is wrong with you america hey it tastes just fine you don't have kettles what what even is your country why do you call cookies biscuits yeah (laughs) because there are multiple types you need to be able to differentiate between which type you are talking about you have cookies which are the ones with chocolate chips in them or you have like Jammy Dodgers or Custard Creams, they are all different types of biscuit. How do you feel about Pims? Pims. Pims is great. I found them at Walmart and they're really good. There needs to be an NPC named Jammy Dodger because that's an amazing (laughs) phrase. (laughs) This is why we have to have these talks to find new characters to introduce purely based on questions we have about each other's respective cultures here so should should i just list you a bunch of british biscuits that you can name npcs after would that be immersion breaking for the uk audience if i was like hello love i'm jammy dodger welcome that would be very that would be very immersion breaking um i would love it but it would it would be like oh that's the british npc I mean, I gave Reese, like, a tiny little bit of a British accent at the beginning of the conversation. Like, in my head, she had, like, an elf accent, but had lost it by spending so much time with non-elf people. <laughs> and so she, she started off being like, hello, Katarina. And then it was like, by the end of the conversation, she was like, I can't bury you in the ring! You're gonna choke to death on the sandwich! And it was just, like, completely gone. So, I don't know, I'm still finding that voice. Um, I, I didn't know if I was gonna go completely, um... Hello, governor. <laughs> that feels weird with a British person on the show. Like, if we got a Russian person, I couldn't do the drow voice anymore without feeling like a right tit. Uh, you you have my pers- permission to do the hello, governor <laughs> voice for any NPC you like. 
Okay, well, everyone heard that. That's official. That counts. That'll hold up in court. I don't think you're going to offend any British people with the L.O. governor voice. <laughs> okay, I'm sure. Yeah, they've heard it before. All right, let's start the show. I think that's what people are here for, the show. Yeah. Yep. A little bit of that. Yes. So after you guys heisted King Coliseum, although it turned out to be less of a heist and more of there was a backup heist that got stopped while you guys won legitimately, uh, still... A lot of blood was shed. Uh, two people almost died. Frank and then... Oh, actually, three, because Lenora almost died in the first match as a chopper. And then... Uh, <laughs> and almost died later. And then Frank got shot. Basically, everybody but Katarina almost died. Uh, it was way more intense than I thought for the first mission. Yay, we did a great job. We, we didn't technically commit a crime. Yay, and most of the murders weren't our fault. <laughs> okay. Most of them. And we'll talk about some of that fallout as we go on. But right now there's a downtime scene. Um, where should we start? I have infinity ideas for this, but I want to throw it to you guys because you have been working on your own story stuff. All right, nobody spoke up, so I guess I'm going to pick somebody. <laughs> this is like cold calling. <laughs> I hope you did your reading because you're about to get put on blast in front of the whole class. Go for it. Um, so the the party has to stick together because they're currently being hunted by a cyber slender man named Ash. Um, and it is dangerous to go alone. Take this. My mouth just finished that sentence. My brain didn't even authorize it. Um, so all of these downtime scenes are actually going to be party scenes as well. It's fun. We're going to get to meet each other's friends. Um, actually, where I want to start is you guys just got Butler bot. Uh, you decided to keep him and Graves' gun, which is very exciting. <laughs> so after that, you guys have a slumber party and everything. Um, what's We've never seen a scene of... Lenora actually DJing? I knew it. I knew I was first. <laughs> I knew you were coming for me. <laughs> so I think we should go to the Oak and Holly nightclub and see Lenora DJ. <gasps> and everybody be like up in the club. How does that sound? I'm very up for up in the club downtime scene. Alright. Alright, here we are. I guess it's the next day after everyone's uh like everyone <laughs> sleeps very, very late into the into the middle of the day after their big heist, and then they all go to work with Lenora because they're scared to be alone. Um, Lenora, why don't you set the scene? What's your level up? What are you doing? How does it look? Just you, you DM for a while. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> of course. It's like five minutes in. <laughs> Lauren, quick, cha- change all of the the world rules so that you can do anything. That's right. Oh shit! We all win. Campaign over. We did it. <laughs> Woo! Woo! You're welcome. Great storytelling. Okay. So I'm just going to give a rundown of my level up before I set the scene. Um, So I didn't get any uh, ability score increase. Wah. But I did get a a plus one to my proficiency bonus. Wow, I'm so proficient. I got another Eldritch Invocation, and I took one with shadows. So if I'm in an area of dim light or darkness, I can use an action to become invisible until I move or do something. And then for my spell, I took Hunger of Hadar, which basically makes like a spooky column where tentacles like wiggle at you. And if <laughs> and if it works, then you get like milky tent. It literally says milky tentacles. That's the best kind. So milky tentacles. Yummy, yeah. yummy, yummy. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think of how all your abilities relate to your job. So it's like uh, the mask of many faces is like you do different um, dead mouse heads <laughs> during your set, right? You just have like, right. different stage heads and stuff. It, so it's like, um, what do you do with a bunch of milky tentacles during your show? 
Uh, that's anime night. I don't know. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> See, I have a Fair. functional use of how you can how you can help the clubbers with with your new tentacles. Um, I think you should be using them to hand out just like uh, lollipops and things to the people who are clearly a little bit out of it and might just need something nice to, to keep them going. Free condoms. Everyone stay safe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just give everyone in the crowd what they, they appear to need during this, this night out. <laughs> Welcome to the Oak and Holly nightclub. Don't mind the tentacles. They're just handing out free condoms. <laughs> Yay. So that's basically my level up. I guess we're at my show. I'm up there. Wubba wubba in. So do you want me to add that in post, or should we all just go like... <laughs> what was that one? I don't know, it's your set. <laughs> that was good, I like the... <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what they call the drop. Uh, or can we just canonically say I'm playing Sandstorm? <laughs> yeah. Oh no. I... Oh no. Yes! <laughs> I don't know that they'll let me use that, but... I, I, They might not let Austin use it, but everyone at home, find a second device to play Sandstorm on. Bada, 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 bada. Yeah. It's like the public domain version of Sandstorm, which is haboob, which is a word for a Sandstorm. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Great job. Um, So I'm just I'm playing my set. I'm going to make a decision here. Rosen's there, because Rosen comes to all my shows, because... Rosen is my BFF. I guess my question for this, are you sober? Never. <laughs> <laughs> May not be always be something hard, but it's always caffeine or weed, at least. Never be sober. This time it's weed. All right, so I guess everybody's here in the club. Does anybody want to do anything? Also, I just want to say again that haboob is a very good word, and I feel like I didn't, well, I wasn't appreciated in the moment. <laughs> you didn't give us time to appreciate you. You immediately backtracked. <laughs> yeah, well, I was just there soaking in the haboob. And then you were like, no, never mind. <laughs> you got to soak in the haboob is all I'm saying. <laughs> okay. So... Frank Frank is like clearly not like prime age for like what you expect like hip early twenties person at the club. He he doesn't care. Like Frank Frank is just off in a corner, just like having having a proper good dance, just like don't care if anyone's watching, having a good time. This haboob song is great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love this haboob. Frank Frank loves a bit of haboob. Who doesn't, honestly? <laughs> Jesus. I want to be at the bar uh, making up complaints so I can get free drinks. <laughs> okay, that's fun. Uh, deception, I think? First roll of the night. Nine. Not very good. So you you <laughs> you grab someone else's drink and you put a condom in there and you're like, bartender, there's a condom in this drink. I need another one, please. And the bartender is just like, this is the third time you've brought a different drink up here tonight. I'm going to have to ask you to leave if you don't stop. Oh, I'm fine. I'm 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 getting up to this guy's face now. Seventeen to intimidate. Oh my god, seventeen to intimidate is very good. Did you, what do you say? I'm just like it's kind of my drink. What are you doing? That's supposed to be free drinks. Haven't you ever been to this country before? It's what free drinks are about. Southbound doesn't do it like this. You don't you don't disrespect me. It's World Star basically happening like on the side. <laughs> Oh my god. Alright, so I like this. So you're starting stuff with the bartender, who I think is a Modron, which is a, a kind of robot that's um, naturally occurring, unlike the Warforged, which were uh, invented. Um, they're from another plane of existence, but they're very simple geometric shapes, so like a cube with little arms and legs, or a sphere with little arms and legs. And there's this guy, he's just like a little upside-down pyramid, 
And he's just like, uh, I'm sorry. I just, I, I saw you take that guy's trick. I'm not, I just, don't hit me. Oh, did you see? Did you? Um, rolling up to you, Katarina. In the club is, uh, Sarah from work. Uh, she has a bunch of, like, eyeshadow and stuff. She's all made up to, to be in, up in the club. And she sees you and tries to, like, uh, get you away from the bartender. Uh, because she knows you're about to start some stuff. Oh, 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 do I get my free drink or what's up with that? Cat, come here. Cat, stop. Nope, put it down, cat. All right, I'm going to take a, 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 like a one of those like cocktail like swords that they have. Uh-huh. I'm going to slam it into the table, like point first. I'm going to be like, "This is a done," and then I'm going to turn it over to Sarah. <laughs> All right, Sar- Sarah the Bozog uh, says to you, "Hey, I, I, first of all, hi. What's up? Um, your friend invited me. The cat. She, she points at the other cat, not you. Yeah, I could gather that. Hi." Um, <laughs> all right, please don't fight me. Um, what happened the other night? What do you mean? Uh, with the cops in the building. I don't know. I, did, did you hear anything? I mean, Diego spun it. It's like a whole storyline now. Like our show is the spectacle that the man doesn't want you to see. And they're like <laughs> trying to do this whole storyline about how we're, they're trying to shut us down because we're too extreme. Uh, no E, just X, dream. So that's what we're being told, but I mean, we did hear gunshots. Maybe it's an elaborate shoot by uh, Diego that he's just not filling any of us in on, which would be pretty shitty thing to do. But I thought you would know because you definitely went down there. But if you don't know either, I guess that's fine. I mean, I was just looking to get a way out through the crowd, you know, so I could get home in time. But I, I I didn't hear any gunshots or anything like that down there. Oh, was that projected in? Was that for us? I guess so. Yeah, maybe it is just a big shoot. Maybe those weren't even real cops. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I didn't see it on the news. If it was, if they were real cops, do you think it would have been on the news? Yeah, it definitely would have been on the news if they were real cops. Plus, what would they be like? What would like 50 cops need to come to our building for? Yeah, that's a good point. Thanks for clearing that up, Katarina. Yeah, no problem. Probably hired them from like a modeling agency or something. <laughs> I didn't get a great look at them because they were in SWAT gear, ready to fight people. But I'm sure some of them were very handsome. Well, like that mixed with like out of work actors, that sort of thing, you know. Speaking of handsome, is 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 the cat single or? Hey, ask ask her. I don't know. I don't. I don't. It's not like we're best friends or anything. <laughs> what is Katarina's uh like? face response to this are you do are you playing a cool do you actually not care like what's going on there uh it's this is a pretty face reaction for katarina right now this is this is pretty uh transparent for her she doesn't know she doesn't particularly have a like keen interest either way she's like i guess i don't know she hasn't mentioned being seen anybody okie dokie i guess i'll see you uh next week i don't know when are you scheduled to lose well uh, yeah next week all right. Yeah, the, the the dragons are very excited. They have this new move where they're going to like try to uh one grabs your legs and one grabs your arms and then they like twist you up and then it's like like a towel and then they're going to snap you. <laughs> All right, well, get a couple extra hot yoga classes classes in between then, I guess. Yeah, you're going to want to limber up. All right, now back to you, sir. Oh god. I just want the free drink. That's all I want. Uh Ed, what are you doing up in the club? I was sitting next to where Katarina was at the bar, and and as soon as 
She leaves. Ed is going to try to profusely uh, apologize to the Modron and then try to convince him to act like he's giving her a free drink. Mm. He's going to slip, you know, a little money to try to tide things over. Do you want a persuasion for that or what? Yeah, sure. With advantage, because it's very reasonable to pay somebody <laughs> to, to give a drink out. So, but but act like that. Yeah, twenty. Absolutely. Yes. The the Modron goes with your plan flawlessly, and you guys pacify Katarina with free drinks. Oh, mozzarella sticks now too. Oh God! <laughs> All right, so this is Lenora's scene. Is there anything you want to do? I'm picturing you. You're up at your turntable. I have an idea. Yeah, tell me. Butler brought is ours now, right? Yeah, he's with us. Can he help me with my show, like by doing like lasers? <gasps> Tabletop RPGs are your canvas to paint with all the colors of your imagination. How long, how long have you had that written down there? You know, that's even... <laughs> I put sunglasses on him. It's on his business card. There's just only so many different ways I can say, do whatever you want. So, uh, Yeah, so Butler Bot, he's got sunglasses, by the way, now. And he's doing, like, a little laser show. Uh, when my set is over, I'm going to go over to, like, where... Like people are, especially Katarina and Sarah, because I'm trying to impress those ladies. Mm-hmm. And I go, "Hey guys, that was like a c- cool, cool set, right? I mean, it wasn't hard. It wasn't a big deal. It was just, you know." Nice robot. His name is George. <laughs> okay, I guess Lauren is unilaterally naming things. <laughs> you guys can have different names for him. That's what I'm gonna call him. <laughs> All right, so uh, Katarina, do you have any thoughts on George? Oh, on George? No. <laughs> I'll say it was a pretty dope set, though. And I'll tip my free drink to her. I'm gonna take a sip out of it. <laughs> oh, do you want to know how to get one of those? I can show you how it is. You just, mean, act no. really, you just act really indignant and shitty about something that didn't happen, and eventually customer service gets fed up and just gives you free shit so you'll go away. D- don't- I have to work with that- with that Modron. Please don't terrorize him. It's cool. I'll put on glasses and a scarf next time when I do it. That way you won't know. <laughs> I think I actually have some nearby. I could probably get some on and get a free drink again. Like, rotate. I can get my... I, I get them for free anyway. It's cool. Oh, you should have led with that. Frank's going to come over and basically, just to Lenora, just just going to act very much like a proud dad. Aww. <laughs> He's going to be like, they're clapping like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Card dad. Very, very, very good music. Very fun. Lenora's going to hug him. Uh, Frank's going to hug back, just like... Woo, go, go, music child. I have a dad, but you're my dad now. <laughs> <laughs> I have a kid, but I don't currently have a kid, so you're my kid now. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. Oh my god. <laughs> this, 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 like, I haven't seen such abandonment of kids since Fallout 4, you know? Just like. Uh, references. References, yes. I want to I wanna talk. I want to ask Sarah's opinion. Uh, on your music? Yeah. Oh, I, I don't really know much about this kind of music. I Where I'm from, everyone plays really uh, loud electric guitar. Oh, that's cool, too. We should, like, hang out and exchange music sometime, you know? Would a guitar go well with this? No, like, you can listen to my music and I'll listen to your music. It's just a cool way to get to know people. Roll to flirt. What I roll to flirt? Persuasion? Performance. <laughs> yeah, if you're a performance, you're a performer. Thank God. I have plus seven to that now. Twenty-six. Oh my god. 
Well, this is what you get. This is what you get, Austin, setting this situation up. Every time. I'm pretty sure in the time that I've been on Dice Funk, I don't think I've heard a botched relationship role. Like, they've all been pretty solid. Yeah, no, you guys get your butts kicked in every single combat. Everyone, Every season, someone loses a limb. But goddammit, everyone gets laid. Goals. I mean, not the losing a limb part. <laughs> Just the getting laid part, if that wasn't clear. All right, so do you want to set up a date with this giant uh, ostrich made of kicks? Yeah, why not? All right, cool. You you seduce the Velociraptor wrestler. <laughs> I I I like the um the fact that we've now kept it canon through the even through the ages. Voltaris are always are always gay. <laughs> <laughs> there are yeah. For those who don't uh, know this, in uh, previous seasons when Bozogs were introduced, we mentioned that they um they don't have biological sex and they reproduce through budding but they can choose gender uh, identification and this one presents as female so i don't know if that was clear i also realized later that in um the the others team spore and veltari were both a, a gender species that wasn't intentional but it definitely uh le- lends uh like force to the everyone you know seeing them as outsiders yeah. rude serendipity anyway so this uh this large kick lady wants to hang out with you. Good job. Do my best every season. Lauren, at this point, are you trying to uh, create sort of like shipping rivalries between Lenora, Katarina, Lenora, Veltari? I know some people are on uh, Team Wendy. Um, I honestly didn't think about it, but now I want it. So, yes. Okay, we're going to get shirts made. <laughs> now that you've said it, yes. <laughs> All right, so you guys spend a mostly uneventful night up in the club. Um, nobody gets shot <laughs> or stabbed, which is a nice change of pace. Nobody gets kicked out of the club when they're meant to be staying as part of the group. Cough, 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 cat. Do we all do drugs or just me? I, you definitely do drugs. Does anybody else want drugs? Um, I don't know that there's any mechanical benefit unless you want to secure Equinox specifically. I think Frank's probably drunk, maybe, but that's about it. My body is a temple. <laughs> <laughs> lovely a temple of punches <laughs> the sequel band to temple of the dog <laughs> what that's no one's gonna get that reference idiot um <laughs> self-chastising there a little bit <laughs> yeah uh so next scene does anybody want to go next have excited about your level up why not if no one else will i will i will jump in and do a thing for Frank's level up, he got uh, five five extra HP, uh, a bump plus one to his proficiency. Uh, he gains two level three spell slots, uh, and he gets to learn two new spells as ever. Uh, his two new spells for this level are counter spell and lightning bolt, because he keeps getting his ass kicked, and it's like, oh, let's get a spell that a does damage and isn't like you know does nothing if it if it doesn't pass the the thing it at least does some damage nice level three damage spell and counter spell because he really doesn't want to get shot by magic bullets again it's worth noting counter spell and lightning bolt are both iconic magic the gathering cards too powerful to print in standard (laughs) yes they are I enjoyed that immensely. I I couldn't not pick them. I was like, they're they're, they're relevant to Frank as a character, but also kind of had to do it. Um, I think the only other thing that Frank gets from from going up to level five is he gets one extra prepared spell every day. So, hooray, one extra card in his deck at any given time. 
so there's a couple of there's a couple of like small scenes I want to do with Frank. Um, the first one, our new lovely butler bot. He presumably knows where the gun was meant to be delivered to Graves, right? Yeah. So I want to find out where that is, and I want to take the group on a, let's say, a, an adventure. Field trip. Field trip. <laughs> field trip. Let's go on a field trip to deliver my medical bill to Graves. All right. Because I, ca- I kind of want to just, like, drop this on him and also kind of enjoy watching him get it. <laughs> All right, so you ask ButlerBot to take you to Graves so you can do the trade. That is the pretense you give the the, the drone. Uh, it's wearing sunglasses. It's flying down the street. Um, we've talked before. There are three kinds of drones, basically. There's the Droney Maloney, which is the kind with the guns, which aren't public knowledge, or you don't know about them anyway. There's this kind, the domestic drone. And then there's the third kind, which are the surveillance drones, the ones that just float around the streets narking on people. We haven't talked about them since episode one, I think, when you snuck past some. But so the I mean the butler bot does look different than the other drones that are out here, and it's it's pretty weird scene with it wearing sunglasses, leading like you guys across the street like the Abbey Road album cover on your way, um, and it takes you to the police station in North Valentine specifically, actually. So you guys actually get you have to get on the subway. You sit there, it's like floating over the seat, <laughs> taking up a spot. You get off the the train, you go down the street. It's the you're in North Valentine. It's super nice. I highly recommend just typing Dubai into your Google image search, mm. D-U-B-A-I, to get a <laughs> sense of, of what we're, we're dealing with here. It's just glass and steel skyscrapers, just uh, just really bold architecture with for people who have too much money and want to make building statements, and you're just walking between these spires, and you guys get to the very fancy North Valentine Police Station, um, and the butler bot stops outside there, and it's like, Graves works here. Good job, George. Well, well done. Um, is is there any way that we can get Graves to come out here so that we can, you know, do deal with what needs to be dealt with? You guys, uh, like, pop your head in and ask the receptionist if Graves is in. Uh, that person disappears for a while, comes back and says, uh, Graves will see you in his office. So I'm assuming everyone else is with me to, like, at least relatively back up my plan of of, of I want to get Graves to pay for my medical bill here, or are you all leaving me in the lurch for this one? I'm coming with, and I'm wearing my tallest shoes to be more intimidating. <laughs> Unless someone's deliberately making a character choice to abandon you, I think we're, you guys are all together. <laughs> um, you guys walk past a bunch of... Um, cubicles with other police officers doing paperwork uh, to the back where there is a door that says inspector on it um and the, the door is ajar and you guys see um inside graves is sitting at his desk he actually has um like metal plates and screws in his face because he has had his snout broken twice in a week obviously it could be magicked away um but he has chosen not to, and he's starting to take on a kind of uh, two-face vibe at this point. He has just a bottle of whiskey he's just drinking out of, and he has a stack of papers next to him. Hi, Graves. How are you, uh, <laughs> how are you doing? I'm doing much better now that you've brought me my gun. We could have brought you um, your gun, but I, 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 I got something. I got, I got something much better for you. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna drop the medical bill on the table and just go. So, 
you know how you gave us that whole big old lecture about it's not a proper win if you outnumber someone and didn't, you know, outnumbering someone makes it too easy to win. And, you know, you know how you also shot me without me having committed any crime. Thought we'd just leave you this. And medical bill on the desk. <laughs> First of all, conspiracy to commit robbery is a crime. Second of all, where's my fucking gun? <laughs> Pay the bill, you get your gun. <laughs> he sighs, uh, shuffles some papers, uh, just takes a drink out of the whiskey bottle, and says, Frank Westerly. Oof. Lot of alimony payments here. Child support. Pretty rough. Well, at least this is one bill that ain't going on that list, I suppose. <laughs> Lenora Desmond, back rent, student loans. What's this? A dropped drug charge. A lot of court costs. Katerina Brooks, gym membership, medical fees. Hmm. Seems like all of you have money troubles. I don't know who you are, robot. <laughs> you sent the robot. To get your gun. How could you forget about George? <laughs> Not that one. <laughs> <laughs> but then he does find another piece of paper and he says, quarter round arcade, four months late on the lease. Hmm. It would be a shame. I hear it's very popular with the youth. I hear you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? That's fair. Listen. There are two kinds of people in this world. Oh, God. People who hold the guns and the people in front of the barrels. I made my choice. It's your turn to make yours. Well, see, I think there are two types of people in this world as well. Um, People who don't get their faces broken in twice in a week and people who do. So, you know, are you going to sign this or are we just going to have to listen to you drivel on? Ed is going to use his foot to nudge the door closed um, <laughs> behind him. Uh-huh. What is somebody with such a secured line of work here doing getting himself wrapped up in a game? Secured work? You mean a cop salary? That's not enough for groceries. What do you... Every single man and woman in this station has at least two jobs. Three, four? Are you... Are you serious? Why did you even get in the game in the first place? Because I grew up in a hovel in South Valentine. I know what it's like to want and to need, and I know you do too. And you know that it doesn't have to be that way. You can judge me, but we've all, we've all made the same choice. That's why we're in this room. You don't know who I am. You don't get to say that about me. Are you going to sign that piece of paper and pay that medical bill, or are we going to go? Because I'm, I'm not interested in, in having to listen to you go on and on and on about us anymore. I'll make you a deal. You tell me what happened in those tunnels, and I'll sign your medical bill. I'm going to be honest, you know about as much as I do about what went on in that tunnel. That's not good enough. You shooting a civilian in the stomach is not good enough. <laughs> Lenora's gonna try and sneakily look at Ed and like, because it's his deal. I don't want to tell Graves about his deal. I know you four didn't kill 50 special weapons and tactics officers. You guys can barely finish a sentence. <laughs> Something happened down there and I want to know what. 
What happened down there is you tried to outnumber us 50 to 4 after giving us an entire lecture about how uh, outnumbering people, you know, doesn't, doesn't make for fair sport. And you still failed. The line between sport and survival is the whole point of the game. For everyone else, it's survival. For the people playing, it's sport. That's why they call it the game. My point remains, you're the one who gave us the whole uh, four against one, that's not fair sportsmanship speech. You're still <laughs> caught up on fair. That's what's going to get you killed. You think things should be fair. <laughs> you're the one who gave us the fairness speech in the first place. I'm pretty sure you were the first one to bring up us being unfair to you. That's what the people with the guns get to do! I think you'll find we are the people with the guns. So shoot me or leave. Bye. Bye. <laughs> it was nice talking to you. I will deal with my bills. Have a good day. Enjoy having a broken face. <laughs> enjoy okay. enjoy continuing to lose to us. Uh, like As we're leaving, I wanted to say... I would give you back your gun, but I realized I actually forgot it. But uh, and I'm just going to reach down and grab one of his business cards. <laughs> and I'm going to say, uh, if I find it, I'll definitely give you a call about it. <laughs> just call the tip line. 1-800-EAT-MY-ASS. <laughs> and why don't you fuck off out of here? How about that? <laughs> that is not the attitude to take. You eat my ass. <laughs> <laughs> You had to come back and say that because Katarina was the last one in the room. So you 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 sprinted back down the hallway to shout that. I did. Okay, wonderful. I did have one other thing, and like I hopefully this won't won't be too long of a thing. But um, mm -hmm. once we eventually end up back at back at the house, um, I th I think Frank's probably like anxious about the whole oh shit maybe this isn't as easy of a route to the end of my problems as he'd maybe thought it was before getting shot in the stomach um <laughs> i'm sort of picturing him just like I, I i'm assuming everyone else is around in the house but he's sort of just obsessively going through his cards resort it assorting them looking at them being like no that's that's not gonna do going through them again he's just a bit paranoid of things going as badly as they did last time Ed is going to approach Frank. Sorry I wasn't able to use much leverage against against Graves. I didn't want to tip any information about myself related to Ash. I I get it. Like I'm I'm it wasn't even about getting the money off of him. It was It was about just rubbing it in his face. I'm gonna be honest, it's not even that. Like on on the surface it's rubbing it in his face, but I'm just I wanted to do something and feel like I had some control over all this because, you know, that first heist, you know, I came out of that very. <laughs> mm -hmm. This is all. This is all great. This is fun in games. Half a half a million in a night. This is great. And then, you know, I got shot in the stomach, and there's a bit of a moment that happened that basically was, oh shit early jobs I had to deal with were simple. I just had to show up, not draw attention to myself, and then carry stuff out when the time was right. Heck, I didn't even know what we were doing for the first, I don't know, six or seven of them. It was only later on that I realized what we were actually doing when we went on jobs, you know? 
Yeah, like, I used to make, make my money just being front and center. I, you know, I always won. It's what, it's what happened, you know. I, I was flashy, I was front and center, I was like the protagonist of my own story, and I don't know, I guess I'm just not used to not being able to just suavely walk into a room and everything walks out and feels like this is getting this is all getting away from me pretty quick. I can't guarantee that it's going to get any easier, especially with the other complications we got going on. But the better our plans, the better we watch out for each other, the more likely we can get out of these jobs without without much collateral damage. I mean, from our perspective, the last job ultimately was a lot cleaner than the first job because, well, no one really knows what we did other than Graves, and it doesn't matter, right? Okay, yeah. I, I, I know we've not necessarily seen eye to eye since this whole thing started, but thanks. It's, um, you know, I think this is the case for a lot of us. There's There's stuff we've all got going on that's... We're not all necessarily in, as in control as we'd like to be of what's going on in our lives, and it's good to not be alone having having that, I guess. I guess the only thing I can say that's different about this time around is that I am I basically get a chance to hang out with my crewmates outside of the jobs. Ed is then just going to glance at the cards and say, Need any help with that? Yeah, I probably could. I'm not even good at playing this as a card game anymore. Last time I tried to put a chart to play, I got my ass handed to me, so... <laughs> Be nice to have someone else to chat stuff over with, I guess. No problem. Alright, team sad. <laughs> play some cards. <laughs> so you guys are doing that, I guess, at Frank's house, and Lenora and Katarina are chilling in the other room. You guys up to anything before we move to the next downtime scene? I'm just playing with George. How is he? I'm trying different wigs on him. <laughs> Beep boop, we didn't trade the gun. Yeah, he didn't deserve it. You have to learn that, George. Sometimes people are mean and don't deserve nice things. Beep boop, is that how trades work? It is now. Listen to me, I am your programmer now. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> we, we, we altered the deal, and he should pray we don't alter it any further. They showed that clip uh, from Star Wars of Vader saying that in my contracts class. It was very good. <laughs> Um, that, that is not how contracts work, by the way, which I believe was the point of showing that clip. <laughs> <laughs> Katarina, you chilling? Yeah, uh, I've uh, made it very clear that the robot is not to go near me if it does not want to be destroyed. Aw, Katarina's robophobic. I think we've just established. Why do you hate George? You were really aggressive with the robot in the bar, uh, in, in the club as well. What is, what is up? <laughs> Can we get to the root of your robophobia? It's not a robophobia. It's a what can I get from these things? And that bartender could give me free drinks and that robot can give me nothing. So that is the root of it all. And clean your house. Beep boop. Katarina, do you like my wig? I'm going to flip a paperclip at it. That means she likes it. Don't listen to her, George. Next uh, downtime scene, uh, Renee, Eddie, we're back at the quarter round, I think. How are you? What's up? Level up? Strong. Very strong robot. <laughs> Ed got to a fourth level of Sorcerer, which gave him an ability score improvement, which went into his Charisma, which is which stacks well with the fact that since he's level five, proficiency bonus increase, expertise increases as well. So now he has a perception of plus nine and a performance of plus ten. He also picked up a new cantrip, which was Booming Blade, and a new second level spell, which is Phantasmal Force. 
pretty simple stuff going on there. And of course, since he's level five as a character, all the cantrips do double damage, which is always fun to have. Yep, that's true for everybody. That's why level five is such a great little power bump here. Um, at the quarter round, Ed is going to probably mill about, do the standard things he does on a day-by-day basis before inviting the crew up to, well, his room that he stays in uh, to talk about some stuff and possibly to make a contact with a person. So while you guys are talking up in Ed's room, I'm just going to be Marty the entire time, so it's just nothing but yowling. Do it. I want to hear it. That's actually really good. That is what Anna sounds like when she's screaming in the kitchen. Nice. Put headphones on your cat, see if she approves. No. I'll put headphones on my cat if you'd like. Oh, can we get Anna and Smudge with different headphones and see if they can talk to each other? Maybe not now during the recording, but at some time. Uh, off the air, I'm very up for this. It actually would probably work. Cat, cast, cat, cast. But but Ed is just going to kind of do the minor tour of his place to the others, pointing out like the computer rig he has, the place where he works on outfits and clothes and otherwise. Wow. <clears throat> <laughs> Marty usually doesn't get this much company up here, so... I'm going to pet Marty. M- Marty actually uh, is a little hesitant to go towards Lenora because she smells like bear. Going to pet him anyway. Uh-oh. Is this an animal handling check? Animal handling. <laughs> animal handling, okay. Oh, I can't feel this. Oh, no, I have a zero. Do I get an advantage because I'm also a cat? <laughs> <laughs> You're a different kind. This is a classic goofy Pluto situation. Oh no! Oh no! Oh my gosh! I bust! <laughs> Fine, I'll pet George. Go back and go pet George instead. Ed is going to 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 pick up Marty and carry him over to the computer desk. If you guys want, we can make a quick call to someone, someone who might be looking out for us more than I realized. Are you sure that doing this isn't gonna get? Mr. Needle turning up. <laughs> the guy I'm going to contact, his name is Marshall Kennedy. He's someone who was, as far as I knew, the fence that the old crew I rolled with would offload things to, mostly money laundering related antics. He was the only person I kind of knew loosely that I felt like I could contact without tipping who I was off too much. But clearly, he has some other connections, was able to figure out who I was, and alerted me about Ash showing up. There was no reason for him to tell me that Ash was here uh, if he was not trying to do something to protect me. Since if he wanted to work with Ash, he would have just, you know, let him show up, stab me in the neck, and take me back to where I came from so Crown Corp couldn't take me in. I'll trust your judgment on this person, Mike. You know, the, the the worry I have was just, like, Needle Guy found you pretty quick after that letter. It, I'm not saying that, that your contact was the problem, but unless maybe the letters where we found us, but I'll, I'll trust your judgment on that. If you reckon, you reckon it's safe, go right ahead. All right, so you guys need a secure line to contact uh, Marshall Kennedy, mm-hmm. the fence from... Ed's old life. Um, so you can't use a computer because obviously uh, Crown Corporation is monitoring all Valentine computer communications. 
traditional communications. So I think what you probably do is fire up your Q box, <laughs> your non-copyright infringing gaming station, uh, and you log on to Q box Live. You get into a game of uh, Halos with an S. It's different. Circles, circles is what we call it. No, no, no. It's going to be one of the the modern games. Like, um, we don't know what player it is. Warfield. Two weeks. Instead of Fortnite, it's just two weeks. Oh, God, that's very good. Uh, okay, so you log in, put on you guys uh, put it on speakerphone, and you get into a match. And so uh, Crown is not monitoring these elite game, major league gaming conversations. So this is the safest way to talk to people. Yeah. Uh, so you, uh, who, who wants to play while you guys are talking? I want that. I want two images. I want Marty uh, curled up on Ed, but looking very distrustfully at Lenora, like guarding him from her. And I want someone playing two weeks. Frank wants to play two weeks. Okay, wonderful. Frank, get in there. You got to start building bases and getting resources because uh, werewolves are going to come at night. Is that how Fortnite works? It's zombies, but I'm doing a joke. Uh, Yeah, you you got it pretty close. Yeah, it's it's close enough. What do I have to roll to see see Frank's gaming abilities? (laughs) Oh, God, the very important gaming roll. Hmm. Do you want to make this intelligence? Do you want to make it dex? Do you want to make it what? Well, it depends. Frank, are you more of a Twitch player or are you a, a long game thinker? Fortnite is very dynamic, of course. I mean, two weeks is very dynamic. Two weeks has layers. I'm I'm thinking he's chug a Red Bull and just kind of jump straight into it, gamer. <laughs> All right, so I think we're going to do uh, uh, dexterity. Twelve. All right, so you do pretty well. Um, if you're doing the battlegrounds mode, I don't think you win. You're not the last person standing. You don't get that chicken dinner or whatever the Fortnite equivalent is. But you get to the like top ten. <laughs> he doesn't get the roast pheasant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a cue box, so it's probably a quail. I don't know. There's a lot of weird birds. Birds are wild. But you guys log in and you get uh, a, a voice comes over the voice chat, which is uh, on speaker, and it says, "Ti, come in. Is the line secure?" Well, this is the most secure line we can manage without extra resources, so I apologize for pulling you in here like this. Is your crew there? One of them is playing the game to kind of provide cover. The rest are just in the room with me. We've been basically sticking together ever since Ash showed up. That's good. You guys are going to need to stick together to stay alive. This is a DEFCON 1 situation. This is life or death. Oh, behind you, behind you, quick draw. I'm hide. Uh, oh, thank you. Oh, I'm just going to hide in this in this corner behind the, the thing, and then hopefully the map will close in on me, and I won't have to do too much more work. There's two things that kind of caught me off guard about this whole thing. Was it that the map shrinks the longer that the game goes on? <laughs> no, 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 not that. Number one, how did Ash find me so quickly, it seemed? Uh, it's a spell called Find Person... Uh, any child could cast it. <laughs> it's, I think I learned it in middle school. It's not hard. Why would, it, why, why would he think that I was still alive? Because he let you live? The last time. He was supposed to take you out, but he couldn't go through with it. And so instead of poking a hole in your living parts, the parts that let you live, he just uh, smashed you up a bit. The other thing that's getting me is Ash looked like ash but it didn't sound like ash at least not the way i remember him what's going on with him listen everything's different than you remember there's new management yeah he said that too new management it, it 
It's not Harker anymore, right? It's someone else. You know how the game goes. Someone else turned out more valuable. They rose up. They took the spot. They get to make the rules. He also talked about, I don't know, that I'm not supposed to fall to Crown Corp. Uh, what? There can't be that anything that unusual about me, right? You don't know anything about this, do you? Some of that's above my pay grade, unfortunately. All I know is the, the new boss has got a real hard-on for dissecting you, figuring out what, what's, what's going on in there. Uh, I, I guess the last question I have is, like, why did you tell me about this stuff? Why are you helping me? I, I mean, I appreciate it, I, of course. It's just I, I wasn't expecting anyone from, well, from there to, from, you, from where you are to help me out in any way like this. I mean, there's a couple of things. One, I would want to know if I were in your situation, and I hope you would return the favor. Uh, two, I mean, nobody on the crew wanted you to, to die in the first place. We were just following orders, and even then we didn't fully carry them out. So you're welcome, I guess. Also, uh, the new guy, there's been a lot of restructuring, a lot of uh, planned obsolescence, a lot of redundancies, a lot of layoffs, if you catch my drift. So, oh jeez. I guess in, in industry parlance, fuck them. I guess the only the question I I guess sorry for all the questions and uh, a quick draw. It's about to become night. Okay, just keep an eye out. Okay, okay, sorry. Uh, th- thank you, thank you. Sorry, I was I was I was too busy uh, watching watching where where the um where the supply crate was coming in. Thank you. I'm gonna reload the bathtub. Cover me. <laughs> <laughs> Did they want me killed off just because I was asking questions? Is that it? Because that's that's all I thought. That's all I thought I did well wrong on that job before I was let go. I mean, you definitely shouldn't ask so many questions, but I think it's whatever it is that they want to dissect you for to get at. The, I don't know. Is it like do you have like a secret USB in your noggin or something, or is it? I don't know, man. Yeah, are you are you secretly made of gold? Does your USB have uh, have two weeks cheats in it? When I when I showed up, I thought I was just there to to play my instrument and just be what I was. Then I started getting pulled along in these jobs, and then all of a sudden I'm dropped off a building, and now I'm in Valentine, and now I got ash chasing me down. It's like I I just don't understand what is it about me that's gotten this this type of interest around me, you know. I don't know, but it's dangerous, and everyone wants it, or everyone who knows about it wants it, and they don't want anyone else to know about it, because then they'll want it too. So, all, all I can say is, Ash isn't going to stop. He's not stupid. He's not going to bumble into a trap. He's going to be patient, wait as long as it takes, mm-hmm. strike at inopportune and high drama moments. I'll do my best to warn you, but you're going to need luck, and so I wish you good luck. Thanks. Um, I'll. We could talk some other time. I, I've distracted you a bit, a bit too much from the game as it is. Well, this game, not the game. I'm. I'm almost. I'm almost done with this. With this round, I just. I. I you know. I, I. I. just got killed. So, should have I got time to start another one up, or are we almost done? <laughs> Hacks, cheaters. <laughs> that, that was the aimbot. We got aimbotted. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. I no joke. I played player on unknown battlegrounds last night and got shot through a wall by a hacker. And <laughs> this is all very real to me right now. I'm drawing from real emotions. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, d- 
Does anybody else have questions for Kennedy? This is a great uh, like plot question opportunity. So what did uh, what did that person who just took over at the top of your game do to get there? I mean, the way you get to the top is you become the richest and most powerful and most valuable. Uh, specifically, uh, the new guy invented some kind of, um, I guess you call it a spaceship. And that's, they've also renamed the company after this guy. So it's Aaron Aeronautics, A-E-R-O-N. He sure likes his name, huh? Listen, you don't get that far without having a high opinion of yourself. The meek and the anxious are at the bottom of the pyramid. So this is an extremely high technology outfit you're dealing with. This isn't, you know, Valentine, they got the media stuff locked down. Uh, they do a lot of nice clothes, but you guys are dealing with uh, people who make missiles and special guns that shoot through walls and stuff. I mean, Ash, I mean, you're alive, so I assume you know this, uh, is equipped with uh, an incredibly powerful electromagnetic device, which repels gunfire. Uh. <sighs> yeah, so... If you're going to fight him, and I'm sure you will, uh, metal is right out. Right. Well, uh, keep that in mind. Um, anyone else? Any other questions? Not unless, not unless your friend knows how to, um, how, how to hack the, the guy, then not. Hacking is a weird thing when it comes to Forged. Uh, you, you can do it. It's just, it takes a bit of doing. It's not like standard drones or other sort of uh simpler machines it's it's there's a lot of proprietary tech and if you can hack something like that then it can possibly give you access to certain patented technology at least that's what i was always told i mean that's a lot of fancy words but you can just you can hack a person too it's it's not any more complicated it's all right we'll look at we'll look at this next you know if my kd ratio really goes down (laughs) all right stay safe or, you know, safer. Uh, I'll send you an alert if I uh, know about anything going down. Don't die. Or if you do, you know, don't give me up. Don't worry, I won't. Thanks. Bye. Bye, T.I. Ed's gonna pet Marty a little bit and then just ask the others. So, uh, uh, any other quick questions? Well, I've never had to deal with anyone quite as shady as that conversation before, so I'm not entirely sure how to handle that one. Kennedy was way more upfront with information than I almost thought he was going to be, which is which is good, I guess, because it makes everything makes a lot more sense now, except for the parts that don't make any sense. <laughs> All right, so one final downtime scene. Uh, Katarina Krakenbane, how are you? What's up? I'm all right. What's your level up, you robophobic shit? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like robophobic is uh, over the top because. I don't consider them people. <gasps> Jesus. Oh, oh. George, hide your ears. <laughs> no, I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. So I think where Katarina wants to go is to a shooting gallery, actually. Why am I stopping him? A shooting gallery. I think I'm having a small stroke right now. Oh, no. Save Chris. Oh, geez. But it's all cool. Uh, I want to go to a shooting gallery. Pew, pew. Yeah, I want to I wanna get some practice with my new sweet pistol. All right, so you have Graves' revolver, which has six real bullets, and you also have one Detect Thoughts bullet that you stole in the Black Acre mission. Plus, we have the bullet that was dug out of me. <laughs> well, that is not fireable because of the way uh. shell casings work, but... 
That sucks. <laughs> can I can I can I can I take the bullet that was shot at me and can I like throw it at targets? <laughs> you can. I thought you would like make a necklace or something out of it. That's what people usually do when they get shot. Oh no, I think I think Frank wants to do something like that eventually, but right now he's gonna like functionally use it and be like, yeah. Okay, so you're just throwing a spent bullet around. Cool. Can I get extra ammo? Yeah. Uh, so we're not keeping track of every dollar spent right now because uh, you all are, with each purchase, going into worse and worse debt. And um, I'm not trying to stress you out keeping track of those large numbers. Uh, but the idea is that you're working towards your kind of long-term goal is to fence that equipment and get out of that debt. So you can make like small purchases like ammo and stuff. I'm not going to be like, make sure you write that down on your sheet. Well, if I, I couldn't, I was just going to argue with the uh, shopkeep until I got some free ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, you could definitely do that. And I'm, <laughs> I would like it. I think there's something very amusing about arguing with a guy at a gun store <laughs> to get free stuff. He's extremely intimidated by you. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I want to I wanna go out to a shooting range and I want to I practice some shots. So uh, I guess you want to make dexterity uh, rolls to do attack rolls. Oh, I'm not good. That was a seven to start with. Nope, misses wildly. You're like, dang, this is harder than I thought. 16. Yep, that hits. 17. I want to start one-handing it. <laughs> okay, that hits. That's probably in the spot next to next to Katarina. <laughs> Taking shots to see. Nine to start. 17. 20. All right, so you both miss one and then hit two. Ed, as established, you have a small, like, sensible... A uh, pistol, like a nine millimeter or something, basically. Absolutely, that is he has a simple nine millimeter that is stored on his person, out of sight, out of mind until he pulls it out. You know. And you do have proficiency with firearms. That's because for the most part, most most modern settings of fifth edition have rogues getting proficiency with small arms, but not long arms like rifles and stuff, which totally makes sense anyway. So. Lenara's gonna practice too. She's going to be like, hey, Katarina, look at me. I'm shooting a gun. Botch. <laughs> oh, God, you shoot me? <laughs> I shoot somebody else's target. No. Fuck. That's too good. Please roll damage on Katarina. <gasps> no. Oh. What damage would that be? What's, gun da- what's bullet damage? <laughs> it's 2d6 plus uh, dexterity piercing oh damage normally. God. 12. <laughs> oh, my God. I want you to be like, you're going up, you're going up and you're doing like a shashay. You're like, I'm a sexy cowboy. Boom, boom. And it's like, shoot me in the shoulder. Like, ah, why? Yeah, that was 12 damage. That's a pretty significant fucking flesh wound. Ow! I'm gonna drop the gun like it's a hot potato. Who's getting the medical bill for this gunshot? I rolled a 19 for medicine to fix it. Wait, can I can I, can I do a uh, Constitution roll or saving throw to try to no sell being shot? Sure. Twelve. No, not good enough to no sell a gunshot. <laughs> I was going for twenty there. We have a nineteen on medicine, so uh, Lenora, you do run and get band aids or not band aids. <laughs> <laughs> Cover her in band-aids. Hello Kitty band-aids. What 19 on medicine is for a gunshot wound. Just band-aid that up. Don't even remove the bullet first. When Lenora dropped the gun, Ed is probably going to use a subtle spell version of Mage, mage Hand to catch the gun before it hits the ground and accidentally 
fires off another round. <laughs> You're a good safety boy. I like that. If you all want to use guns, we're going to have to talk a bit about trigger discipline. <laughs> I'm just going to stick to magic. No more guns over again. Bye. Uh, Frank is continuing to just throw a spent bullet at a target, imagining it's his stupid <laughs> card gaming rival being like, mm, it's stupid. Bullet at you. Yeah, I love this uh, in-character explanation for Lenora not getting a gun. Very good. Um, also, at some point, you guys get kicked out, I bet. Bye. Probably. Probably. Like, you should, like... You're welcome. Ed, Ed will try to smooth things over as well as he can. It's like, he's like, look, look, I'll promise that she won't come back. Um, or at least if she does, she doesn't get near the guns, okay? Just, just, uh... We don't need to get this any more involved or complicated than it already is, okay? Uh, Chris, is there anything else you want to do in here before we have a scene? <laughs> no, um, no, that no. defeat, Sean. I feel like that's the proper ending. <laughs> All right, so you guys get kicked out of the gun range. You're sitting on, like, the curb outside. Uh, Lenora is still just covering Katarina in bandages, or, like, tiny little ones, like, just putting them all around her because, obviously, the wound has been uh, properly dressed by someone with actual... Experience. Um. Yeah. I'm trying. Uh, so, do you guys have the same image in my mind where it was like a flesh wound in the shoulder, right? Like took a chunk out of it. Like a like a graze. Uh, twelve damage is a bit more than a graze. That's like getting stabbed three times in the rules. A really rough graze. It's it, it's almost max damage on that roll there. You know, that was pretty impressive. I assumed, yeah, it was like a shot to the shoulder and had to like pry the bullet out. Yeah. So it's like it was a pretty grisly scene, but yeah, you got the bullet out. Someone put um a proper uh dressing on it uh the bleeding has stopped you're not in any mortal danger but lenora still feels bad she's just, like putting band-aids all over you hello kitty band-aids yeah i was like <laughs> that image is gonna haunt me of you guys at the, just, the gun range and lenora's walking by the gun like "Ooh, i'm a sexy cowboy <laughs> 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 just bam. Oh! you're gonna you're, you're, you're gonna have to edit in a sound of a gun going off during that moment just to Play up the scene. Jesus. <laughs> howdy, howdy, howdy. I'm the cowboy shooting my friend. Howdy, howdy, howdy. <laughs> um, Jesus. All right, so you guys are sitting on the curb there. Is there anything you want to... I have a thing to introduce into this scene, but is there anything else you want before then? I'm sorry. Uh, is actually pretty cool about it. She's like, ah, it's not that bad. Actually, I've been through a lot worse. I thought getting shot would hurt more. I mean, it hurt like shit in the moment. But after a while, everything kind of just goes numb. And that's pretty dope. Wow, you're so cool and tough. If you want to know about like proper gunshots, take one to the stomach. Stomach ain't a fun place to get shot. Yeah, shoulder seems cool. Stomach, that sounds awful. Stomach is like, oh no, that's that's a bunch of lasagna falling out of me. That's no good. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard someone say lasagna in a British accent. It was like, revelatory. What lasagna? Yeah. <laughs> It's <laughs> <This is> extraordinary. <laughs> How would you say it? Lasagna? Lasagna. Lasagna? <laughs> I'm afraid to say it now. <laughs> say it again, Laura. Lasagna. You know, what, you know what works for it? It sounds like there's a little cat yan in there when you say yan. it. It does. It's Marty. Lasagna. 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 I tried. All right. So, yeah. Was- <laughs> we spent five minutes laughing at a gunshot. Um, so you guys are sitting on the curb, and uh, up walks uh, Reese, Katarina's friend, the elf. Um, I think she's the only one out of this friend group who actually owns a car. 
so she yeah she pulls into the parking lot of the of the gun range it's a very modest like vw bug equivalent uh gets out walks over to you she's uh looking nervous but she heard you were shot and wanted to come see if you're okay it was on the social media everyone was talking about it <laughs> oh yeah in that instagram i snapchatted my bullet wound <laughs> <laughs> you absolutely snapchatted your bullet wound snap capped uh snap snap capped yeah that's what happened snapcaster mage magic the gathering um all right, so Reese walks up to you guys and says, oh, oh my God, Katarina, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I mean, oh, no, I think they said they're going to have to amputate this arm. What? <laughs> <laughs> you, said it was okay. you said it was okay. No, I got a new prognosis. They're definitely going to have to take my whole arm, maybe more. Oh, God, I can't afford that. <laughs> oh. So Reese says, who shot you? Oh, uh, you know. Just some person at the range first time. I didn't mean to. I was trying to be a sexy cowboy. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think if Reese kicks your butt. Is 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 George comforting me? Uh, beep boop. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'm gonna hug George. He's still got a wig on. I think Reese sees that you're appropriately uh, distraught and does not kick your butt on the sidewalk here. So, what is all this? Is this the trouble you're in? These three? They look, uh, weird. Sorry, I didn't mean to be mean. It's just, like, you're, uh, carrying a bunch of trading cards, and you're a robot, and you're a cat who shot my friend, so. What, what is wrong with carrying trading cards around? It gotta be ready, it gotta be ready anytime, place if there is a challenge. I'm okay with being called weird. I try to look weird. Uh, these are, um... I guess my co-workers? Oh, you're a bunch of wrestle people. I technically, yes, they are. <laughs> I wrestled once. I've I've also I've also taken part in the wrestling. Uh, it, it is it is fun to be part of a fight where the intention is not for me to die. That was ominous. Um okay. Uh Katarina, can we talk? Yeah, sure. Um can it be right here? It's going to hurt my arm to push myself up. You know what? I'm just gonna kick up off the off the chair. It's about the the thing we talked about before and the bank records. Oh, oh, yeah, no, yeah. I'm trying to get my uh, invest in, in investments in order, <laughs> guys. I'll be right back. <laughs> All right, so you're gonna walk uh, to the side with Reese. Um, she says, "I would have texted you, but uh, I I did a crime, so I don't really want to text about my crime. That seems like a." thing that people do on those dumb criminal shows i i'm dumb it was embezzlements isn't that what's the word supposed to be oh you <laughs> you sweet shot baby <laughs> um okay so i did some looking uh to try to find uh nucky's stuff and first of all not his real name <laughs> that's not a name at all he's from a place where the people only have one name which made it double hard and uh i guess it's uh nucky is a diminutive of enoch um, I found a knoll named Enoch in the system. Uh, don't freak out, okay? Because I know I'm gonna say a thing and it's gonna sound worse than it is, but then I'm gonna say more things, okay? So, uh, I found what I think is his account. It hasn't been used in a long time. There's not been any activity, which uh, normally you think means that he would be dead. 
Now that's the part where you don't freak out because there's more. Katarina is going to be oddly not like uh, have no reaction of any kind to that notion. So just like, okay. Like an oddly, oddly cool reaction for somebody who's heard like the only parental figure they've ever known could potentially have been killed. Because, I mean, normally people can't exist without money. Like, where does he get food or anything? And we would know about that because we have all his money, which isn't much, honestly. Um, But there's something weird in that there's part of the file that is classified. What, like some spy shit? Yeah, let's go with that, (laughs) sweetie. I don't have to explain uh, security protocols to you, but I can't. There's something else going on. Like, I can't look at it. I need like special authorization. Like, I would need like a Crown Corp executive or something to open it. So hypothetically, if I were to know a board member, they could see where Nucky's information's all at, right? If they had the right authorization, um, it's here's another thing. It's not cl- it's not classified under the financial branch because then I could theoretically get I don't know. I mean, I have to do more crimes, but I could figure out who has that authorization within my organization to get it. It's classified under military military. Yeah. You know, the branches of crown media, fashion, financial, military. Katarina's is like going to like rub her chin until she realizes she's using her bad arm. He's like, ow. All right. Switch to the other arm. And it's like, um, well, maybe we can find out what this is all about from the board member. We do know. Wait, who do you know? Uh, you know, we're uh, part of stuff. Yeah, because the media people run ads on wrestling. Do you you know Solomon? You could say that. That's cool. How is he? He looks really um fancy. He's a bit cold. Blooded? Because of the lizard. Yeah. That was um one of those word things. That's what I was... It was a joke word thing. Are you okay? I'm worried about you. <laughs> I'm losing a lot of blood because Hello Kitty Band-Aids are the only thing that's holding this <laughs> bullet wound closed right now. <laughs> okay i'm sorry i couldn't be more helpful but if you and your wrestle friends know solomon i guess you could see what happens i mean i don't think you get access to classified information b- being a wrestler that doesn't seem logical but you seem unperturbed so nah we'll figure it out i'll talk to you later sweet prince and i want to kiss her on the forehead as a result of my lingering blood loss <laughs> <laughs> she looks perplexed and says uh okay she like looks to the group and she says, I, you guys really got to get a burrito in this fool. <laughs> she is <laughs> not going to last much longer. I want Chipotle. Yeah, she needs the Chipotle stat. It's Chipotle. It's not Chipotle. Not in this universe. What about Chipotle? Because people say it like that a lot. Uh, after you guys shoot your friend <laughs> and find out some weird information <laughs> about a mysterious figure from... Katarina's past. I think you guys have a good lead to talk to Bo. Yes. And that is going to be the conversation that ends this episode. So you guys are going to head on over to Beauregard Textiles. Um, you get on the subway. I think like, I don't even know if there's a, like, a time skip. Like you're still having the, the bullet wound in your shoulder. Um, Can I feed her candy from my purse to give her energy? No, this, this one's strawberry. 
this one's grape and this one's Molly. <laughs> I'm going to need you to be very careful. <laughs> yeah, do you have any sweet painkillers? I have weed. You want an edible? Sure. That's going to take forever to kick in. It's going to be right in the middle of the meeting with Bo. Hold on. Do you take it? Do you eat an edible on the train? Uh, yeah. I mean, if there's no Chipotle, I got to eat something. Fucking losing blood like crazy over here. All right. This scene's about to get go straight to Flavortown. See, who thought wild magic not being part of my character couldn't cause me to still interrupt and destroy scenes? How fast is your metabolism, Katarina? She's an athlete, so... So it'll probably only take like 45 minutes to an hour to kick in. Maybe even half an hour on an empty stomach. Should probably do two just to be safe. Oh, no, no. <laughs> um, so you guys get on the train, go to Beauregard Textiles. You go through the you know entrance. You go to the elevator up to Bo's office. She's not expecting you. Uh, bird comes bounding over and starts uh, you know sniffing up Lenora. She smell, uh, The bird smells cat, but doesn't know what that means exactly because you are also a cat. So that's confusing, but bird doesn't care. I cuddle that bear. Naturally. Uh, Bo says, ah, I wasn't expecting you for um is there something wrong i got something very important to ask you mm-hmm. have you ever considered doing it sock shoe sock shoe what <laughs> oh but um wait no that's not what we came here for was it no no <laughs> oh right uh i got this this thing here in my pocket in the fucking infinity pocket that you gave me dope here can you find out what this is all about i'm gonna go pass out on your floor maybe in a plan or something over here what do you hand Bo? i'm gonna hand her i guess the information about nucky yeah and then i'm gonna go pass out in a potted plant <laughs> okay so you're gonna like sit on the floor and then put your head on the dirt no the i'm just gonna plant? crash into a potted plant i'm just gonna walk <laughs> over to it it's gonna be like yep here it goes and then boom through it wow um <laughs> <laughs> that, that's why that's why that's why you don't go for a second one mm-hmm. uh bird walks over to katarina's ha- semi-conscious form and just starts licking your face um you taste like blood because you, you bled all over yourself and he's interested in those flavors yeah salt salt's a tasty flavor make sure the bear doesn't eat me bo says what is all of this why did she just break my plant and also, what is all this? And she holds the paper up. What is happening? It's it's been a long day, but we're trying to we're trying to get secure the, the clearance we need to find out about this person's account. Uh, first of all, um, Bo opens a drawer on his desk, pulls out um, it's just like a small cylinder that like fits in the palm of your hand, and he gives it like a, a flick of the wrist, and it telescopes out, and it is Katarina's harpoon. And then flicks it back down. Um, it's now very concealable. It can just go in the infinite pocket and it can't be found by like pat down searches. And then when it needs to come out for combat, you just can uh, secret weapon. It's pretty cool, if I do say so myself. When do I get cool stuff? Darling, you can already cast magic. I just want to feel included. <laughs> All right, why don't you hold the harpoon, sweetie? Here you go. And then I remember I shot Cat. I'm going to put it back down. Please don't stab me with it. No, no more injuries. Bo says, uh, so a lot of this is unintelligible gibberish on this. What is this, a napkin? <laughs> okay, so you guys need military clearance? Is this, am I, am I on candid camera? No, ideally we, we could do with that. We're 
trying to find the person in 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 these documents. Supposedly, their clearance is blocked behind that tier of well, security. Yeah, why is that? Nucky's not a military dude. He's a fucking conman. He's a condom. He's a condiment. Con man. But he is a condom too. <laughs> <laughs> nice one alright well first of all I don't think General Heller is going to let me into his computer systems as you can imagine fashion and military don't have that much overlap I make their uniforms but besides that we don't take many lunch dates but this is uh, let's see here so you're trying to access a, a bank account that is military classified that's a wild thought actually and she like uh pulls out her tablet and pokes some things. I've been looking into the next job for you, and it's hard because you guys have a very disparate skill set. I can't send you to hack into systems because none of you are computer engineers. I can't send you to into science labs to steal data because none of you are chemists. I, I can't send you uh, into the halls of government because none of you are lawyers. It's if, if I've learned anything from our time together so far, it's that we can stumble through any job you send us on. I appreciate your confidence, but one of the things I have lined up uh, that I thought might be tangential to one of your skill sets happens to involve someone in the financial sector. So if you want financial information, I think we can make this work. I think you can accomplish your goals and I can accomplish mine. But this is going to require another job. What is the job? So I've been researching ways to make use of your particular skills, Frank Westerly. Uh, you are a semi-professional holodeck player, is that correct? Mm-hmm. Now, it's no secret that a single holodeck card, if sufficiently rare, can become extraordinarily valuable. But there's one card in particular that is more valuable than any other by orders of magnitude. And it just so happens that it is currently owned by the son of the Crown Corp board member who controls the financial branch. Perhaps you've heard of him? Richard Sharp? Oh my goodness, I know where this is going. Now, ordinarily... I would be hesitant to ask you to pull a heist inside of Sharp Investments. Their headquarters is a 108-story skyscraper, which is monitored day and night by teams of heavily armored guards, and which contains all of the secrets of all of the money in all of Valentine. But considering that somewhere in this skyscraper is the server with the information you're looking for, as well as the card that I desire, I think you and I can come to some sort of arrangement that makes this mission make sense for all of us. What do you think? Easy as pie. I've just rebuilt my deck. Time to show Algernon who the real cock is. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> From her perspective, that makes no sense. You know that, right? <laughs> It doesn't have to make sense to
Hello, Lauren, famous for voicing Lenora Desmond on season four of Dice Funk, also Lavinia on season two, and Dora on season three. They were all a real stretch for me. <laughs> very well, well, I would say they're all very small, but they're not. One is big. Oh, that one actually is a stretch. How is it? Living all my tall dreams. <laughs> nice. I'm here to talk about credits, including the music credits, which I'm going to do now. Do it. <laughs> we use New Jack Mantle, an arrangement of the mantle from Nights into Dreams. Music of Funk, an arrangement of Stage 1 Gotham City from Batman for the NES, and Linear Groove, an arrangement of A-Type and B-Type from Tetris. Those, that's all the music, because the wrestling arc is over now. Aren't you happy? Yeah, I like all that music. It's very good. I do too, but I imagine it's hard for you to like edit. My life is editing hell. Do you want to do other credits? Okay, yeah. Executive Producers for February 2018. I'm going to start. Uh, Extellaris. Kerstin Haslinger. Joseph Tombrello. Jade. Arna Helgadotir. <laughs> Helga daughter? Helga daughter? Yeah, like John's son is John's son, Helga's daughter. Oh. It's, it's a true. Norse thing. Okay, your turn. Brent. The Cult of Gorfanax. Paul Mullen. Dr. Goatman. Toshiro Kuru. Andrew Grossin. Levi the Young. Kevin Dobbins. Anthony Sauvier. Morgan Rapp. Jay Logan. The cast of Dungeons the Gathering. Madison Lilith McKenzie. Notorious Stoltz, or Stoltzy, I'm sorry. <laughs> Victoria Molito. Scotty Vilhard. Aline. Majin? Kritarion. Ren. Einar Johansson. Carter Rayner. Major Tem. Matthew B. Hare. Jorgen Indie Monster. Winewick Ford. Josie Gazay. Razumi Yuzura. Albert West. Jason. Ken Fursell. Eleanor Nonantesis Periton. Scott Cummings. Starlight Glimmer did nothing wrong. Juman Jack. Mel Teach. Arjun DeKonig. Grimlock. John Potts. Dawson Parr. Noah Sudret. Zephosaurus. Elderly Goose. Salad Child. Seraph Stone. Thorstein Gross. Devin Smith. Castor UK. Aki Savalainen. The Paladin's Wife. Florian H. Please give Johnny a hug. <laughs> we always do. Junk 2.0. The Hat Cells. Dominic Bowden. Melissa Nielsen. Don. Eugene T. Connor Reynolds. Pruitt Holcomb. Artemis BJJ Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in Bristol. Francois V. Shyness. Dennis Pancake Detlefsen. Miko from Finland. Dennis Bengtsson. Josh Mosier. Andigo Vandane. Allison Ansel. Sydney Marsing. Just a Jester. Savarden Akrasimova. Brady Horner. Kitty Foe. James Neely. Marissa Donaldson. M. Joe. Lana Seawolf. Toby Gleason Stack. Matthew Weber. Melissa Booker. Cameron Abbas. Dylan. Anna Stillfire. Sean, the host of Funk Dunk Plays. Harrison Andrew. Christopher Charlow. Jorrit. Vigor Arnston. Cody Jackson. And August Rue. We did it. We did all the names. Thank you for 2018. Wow. Happy wow. February. <laughs> uh, what else do we have to talk about in this part? Sketch is bandcamp.com slash sketch. Something like that. Laura is Laura K. Buzz everywhere. Yep. Kotaku.co.uk. Chris, he does stuff. Weekly, Weekly manga, manga recap. recap. <laughs> 
that should be his new fucking catchphrase. This is Chris. He does stuff. <laughs> um, iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, Podbean. Is there anywhere we you aren't? You have a Patreon. I do. Patreon.com slash Austinorski. That's where I live now. And then if you want to harass me, I'm just very delicious on Twitter. No one knows how to spell that. R-A-W-R-G-L-I-C-I-O-U-S. Wow. I learned a lot. Um, That's the whole thing, right? Uh, special thanks to all the cats. Mm-hmm. Mine and Laura's and any other cats about. Anna, Smudge. Zelda. What's the hedgehog? Oh, um. Scotch. Well, that's her nickname. She really is the Duchess Karina of Butterscotch. A not so special thanks, because she is very rude. Special thanks. I I take a lot of inspiration from her rude dude. <laughs> okay, yeah, that helps you with your role playing. Also, thanks to Echo, who is a dog who's in my house as we record this. He's very good at fetch. <laughs>